Hello, true believers. Welcome to the Weird Waters podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, also on our website at www.dadecountycomedy.com and just search for Weird Waters there. Today's podcast is going to be an interesting one. Today's episode is going to be an interesting one. Uh, I know we usually talk about the actual deep water and we talk about fantastical things. While the story I'm about to tell you is fantastical, it is very real. It's a little sad, but it definitely is a Miami story in every sense of the word. This story I'm about to tell you happens in 2009. Actually, happens around June of 2009 here in Miami. Before I continue, make sure to follow us on our social media at Weird Waters Pod. You can email us if you have any questions at the uh, Weird Waters Pod at gmail.com. If you have any questions or you have any topics you want us to cover. If you ever want to check out any of our comedy shows, any of our stand-up comedy shows, you can make sure to check us out at Dade County Comedy. We have shows on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays, and more days to come. Be sure to check us out and follow us on at Dade County Comedy. So today's story is a, a kind of a rough story. It's also like one of my favorite Miami stories of all time. So this occurs June 2009. People are heading to downtown Miami, lawyers, judges, businessmen, people who have to work, clerks, people who have to work in downtown Miami and specifically use either the Metro Rail or or even more specifically, the Metro Mover in Miami. Metro Mover, for those who do not live in the Dade County area, Metro Mover is specifically a small pilotless car it's pretty much a subway train a one car of a subway train no pilot no nothing that runs on a track pretty much around the major structures of downtown miami so the courthouse library and a few other structures so again lawyers clerks judges businessmen and women waiting to get on the metro mover Waiting to start the day, drinking their coffee. When all of a sudden, Metro Mover opens up. And what do they encounter? But still thrashing and bleeding four-foot nurse shark in the middle of the Metro Mover. It's a crazy story. It's crazy that, yes, we are a city that's surrounded by water, but big water creatures specifically a shark is 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 an anomaly in all sense of the word to end up in the metro mover which is is hilarious in its own right many people speculate Miami PD looked into seeing how this shark got on the on the metro mover how he even made it into the car and really there's not been a valid theory to come out but I have my theory, and I would like to share that with you. See, the Metro Mover operates really close to Bayfront Park. Bayfront Park is where the FTX Arena, formerly known as the American Airlines Arena, is located. It's where the Frost Museum, uh, the Science Frost Museum is located. It's where Circus Olay used to be located. It's where Bayside is. 
So Bayfront Park, there's a lot of water in that area. And there are a lot of people in Miami who try to be sneaky and fish off the waters there in Bayfront Park and Bayside. Should you do it? No. I really don't recommend it. That water is very murky. You don't know what's going to be coming out. And it's just there's so much action as far as noise and noise pollution coming from Bayfront Park, from Bayside, from the arena, from that area in general. It's a very active area of Miami that fish wouldn't really want to be there. They really wouldn't want to be located there. But people, seeing that as water, seeing that's close by, still try to fish off the little piers, off the little ledges there in Bayfront Park, in that area of Miami. So what occurs? What you may be asking occurs there. Well, one thing that does occur is a lot of people who uh, don't necessarily have the papers fish there and try to catch something there, probably pull up a stingray maybe, or a nurse shark. And back in the day, we used to have a lot of fish markets near or close by to the area of Miami where people would try to flip fish, meaning that they will try to sell fish for quick cash, pawn it off, and get moving. So this is my working theory. My working theory on how this nurse shark got on the Metro Mover was that it was probably two guys who are fishing in the middle of the night somewhere off <laughs> off that area in Bayfront for Bayside and managed to catch this four-foot nurse shark. And again, as I said, they catch it. They see the size of the shark, and they think, man, we can flip this shark for serious cash. We can, we can take it to the fish markets that we know, either near Key Biscayne or near the Miami River, and we can flip it for serious cash. We got to keep it alive so that the meat doesn't go bad quick. I'll flip it for cash. But what's the issue? These guys don't have a car. Hell, they might only have one bike. And I don't mean a motorcycle. Between them. So what do they think? They're in the middle of the night holding a huge fish. Trying to figure out how the hell they're going to get this fish to the fish market. They think about it for a few minutes and all of a sudden... The lights of the Metro Rail and the Metro Mover pass by. And by God, they got their plan. They go out, climb up the stairs to get to the Metro Mover, pay to get on the Metro Mover. Doors open, and they're alone in the Metro Mover, these two guys, and a four-foot nurse shark. Now, this poor nurse shark is probably sad. It's probably been hungry. It's probably the only reason it was near Bayside. It's probably was starving for food, trying to find anything it can to eat on or munch on. Maybe like a tall, small crab or a lobster or some type of shrimp that was there on the ledges or near the 
I guess the the yeah near the ledges uh, there in Bayside and Bayfront. So I imagine this Nurse Shark is not happy by any stretch of the imagination. And he's hungry. Nurse sharks don't really have teeth. They have like kind of like sandpapery teeth, but they do bite. People don't know this about nurse sharks. They do bite. Uh, it's not de- deadly or lethal bite, but they do bite. And they are, in comparison to other sharks, their skin is much more sandpapery than other sharks of their ilk. So I imagine they're on this metro mover is moving. Going closer to the destination for these two guys. And this nurse shark with his last will, his last movements, takes a bite out of one of these guys' arms. Doesn't do a lot of damage, but that's enough. Breaks skin, gets a good amount of blood, pisses off this guy. And they're they're both hurting. It's probably been wiggling, just scraping up their arms. And this bite puts it over the edge and these guys are not thinking about going to the fish markets anymore in the middle of the night they're thinking about going to Jackson South which is not that far away from the Metro Mover exits Jackson South of course Jackson Memorial Hospital the South location the original location also UM's nearby it it was reported that there was a shark a person that did come in with a shark bite during the week of this <laughs> this shark uh, exposure this shark uh, event happening but these guys they're going to go to Jackson and being as cruel as they are decide to leave this shark on the metro mover alone for people the next morning or that morning to discover it it's sad because the shark does die. It's a four-foot nurse shark. You can actually see pictures of it online. Um, I might post it uh, alongside with uh, this episode. It's sad because nurse sharks are traditionally one of the friendlier sharks out there. They're one of the only sharks that are usually in like petting ponds and aquariums. They're very friendly. They're very—I wouldn't say friendly, but they're just—they're not harmful sharks. They actually do a lot of good for the environment. They eat a lot of bad crustaceans and sick fish off reefs. Um, So if you ever catch a a fish from a reef, like a snapper, or if you ever take a lobster home or a crab home from the reef, uh, more likely than not, it's going to be a healthy one because the nurse sharks and barracudas and guys like that, they take care of the sick ones for us. They kind of clean out a reef. Uh, Nurse sharks are just generally non-violent animals in the in that sense it, they're the closest ancestors to a sawtooth shark they're very very close ancestry to, to stingrays of course and to rays in general uh, and they're purely bottom feeders they really don't do a lot of any damage to humans in any way if anything they're very positive affect of nature for for humans uh it just sucks that yeah these two guys were really jerks and decided to do this to this, this animal uh don't mean to be a bummer of an episode it's just 
it's an interesting story. It's a story that's an only it's a story that only happens here in Miami. Uh it's crazy that the shark was still alive when it was found that morning by the lawyers and the office managers and stuff like that. It didn't make it, of course. I uh, wish it did. It, again, there's pictures online of their shark in the Metro Mover. It's crazy. It, it makes you... Metro Mover doesn't really have a lot of good history behind it. Uh, besides it only being used in a very limited space in downtown Miami, a lot of violent things have happened there. Uh, this is the funnier of the things that have happened on Metro Mover. There's a lot of scary things that happen on Metro Movers. Uh, actually, two years ago, there was a really bad incident of a woman getting violently beaten up by a guy on the Metro Mover. Um, it's it's interesting. It's meant to be as positive kind of modernization of downtown Miami. This Metro Mover, you know, pilotless uh, tram, if you will. But it's never expanded. Neither has a Metro Rail expanded. And I think both of those are been pleaded by the community and by local officials that maybe we can expand that, make public transportation a better option uh, for many people. I know that for the Metro Rail, we wanted to get expanded further south, like maybe to Cutler Bay, maybe in Homestead, uh, and then the Metro Mover just to be expanded to further parts of downtown Miami. And to the corporate Miami system. But that's a topic for a more Miami podcast. This is a water podcast. <laughs> it, Bayside and Bayfront are definitely popular locations here in Miami's tourism. But they're not popular locations to go fishing. In fact, the only place close by that's known for decent fishing in Miami, in that area of Miami is uh the port of miami actually port of miami is really good for fishing barracuda spanish mackerel uh, mangrove snapper and stuff like that but it's not really known for shark fishing number one and it's not really known for a populous fishing experience really you want to go more down to the keys key biscayne uh homestead area uh black point to give an example to do more off like from the shore fishing uh it's just a example like the reason why there's certain areas that are meant to be dedicated to fishing is not only to protect the area like to protect like some people wonder why you can't fish off every bridge in miami well it's boats passing under every bridge in miami there's there's transports happening like a lot of people get sideswiped by cars when they fish off a bridge here in Miami. So that's number one reason why you shouldn't be fishing off bridges or ledges here in Miami. Number two reason is because it's not really going to result in anything good for you. Some of the biggest fish I've ever seen caught online from land have never been off a bridge. They've usually been off a canal, coming off a bay, something like that, something like near Alita River. For example, near more North Miami or Key Biscayne down here, you're not going to find a big, huge snapper right under a bridge. In fact, the only large species of fish 
that can think off any bridge is under the Rickenbacker. Apparently, there are some huge, I mean, really big bull sharks down there. Bull sharks that you don't want to try and pull up on a fish, um, hook and line. So, I usually recommend to people, hey, not every place that has water along the side is meant to be fished. Some places are just meant to just have water. And you appreciate the fact that you live out in a coastal city and that you can see the water. You can see it lead out into the ocean. It's not meant to like, for you to throw a line in the line in the water. I always think about that near shark. I always think about <laughs> how crazy it must have been to be a person. Again, you just got your Starbucks coffee. You're trying to start your day off right. And you're trying to get in the mindset of your work day. So all of a sudden the Bombay doors of the of the Metro Mover open up. And there's this thrashing shark in the middle of it. Covered in blood. What are you going to do? What's going on? Who would have thought their day started off this way? But it did in Miami. So that's my favorite. One of my favorite Miami stories. That involves fish. That involves the water here in South Florida. Uh, be sure to follow us on uh, Weird Waters Podcast on all social media, Weird Waters Pod. Make sure if you want to submit topics for later shows, again, Weird Waters at Weird Waters Pod, excuse me, at gmail.com. Make sure to catch all of our comedy shows with Day County Comedy. Again, we have shows on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Saturday nights. Uh, we're expanding even further into more days. We're also going to have other podcasts on our network. So, again, you want to check us out at Dade County Comedy on social media, or you can go to our webpage, dadecountycomedy.com. My name is Raul. Uh, we will have guests for future episodes to discuss crazier topics, but this one's kind of a short, simple one. And uh, we'll catch you again on the Weird Waters. Later. <laughs>